Simpsons camping, including you-know-who. Now you can get one Simpsons character and camping scene in every kids club meal at Burger King. The Burger King Kids Club, just for fun, just for you. So welcome back to Shelf Life. Rachel, do you have your uh, non-dairy-based beverage? I can't remember what, what that joke is about crusty milkshakes. Oh, um, I was just about to say, well, I put some almond milk in my tea, so does that count? <laughs> Non-dairy, gelatinous, milk-based beverage or something like that? We'll get something. to that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. one day. But yeah, so this episode is from February 18th, 1990, The Call of the Simpsons. Another episode written by John Swartzwelder. And everything that I mentioned about John Swartzwelder comes through in this episode um <laughs> would you believe and, and i couldn't believe it like on the commentary like james according to them james l brooks wanted it even wackier than what it ends up being really like, th- apparently james l brooks had an idea at some point to have homer get fed by an eagle oh my god <laughs> but yes this is it's probably one of the most at least at the time it was probably one of the most popular episodes of the first season i can i, I can see why <laughs> Well, and it's compared to the last episode where it's all character-centric, this is, I write down a few times for saying, like, and and people, I'm sure, in 1991 and 1992 were complaining about how the show lost its way at that point even, like, because, oh, it's, you know, it's too goofy now, or they've jumped the shark or whatever. Sure. To say that eight, nine seasons in when they are doing truly goofy stuff, they were doing goofy stuff in episode seven. Like, <laughs> this is a goofy episode. So but it's a good goofy. It is a fun goofy. No, it's, yes. I mean, we'll get into it. But it is definitely on the goofier side, in my opinion. The chalk gag for this one is, I will not draw naked ladies in class. Good advice. <laughs> um, and nothing happens with the couch gag. They all just run to the couch and sit down and nothing happens. That's the gag. That's the gag. The gag is there is no gag. And I think before we start, we should probably mention, you know, our, our fake ad between the things. Reference to the fact that this episode was so popular that Burger King decided that they would base a kid's toy, big kid's toys, off of this episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So it's all about them going camping. And that it's that's from 1990. So it was like, yeah, you got to pick the episode or a theme if you know to make the simpsons toys i don't think i have them from 1990 but i think they redid these at some point or maybe they came out with little figures somewhere in a box at mom and dad's house is at the very least like a homer from this episode oh i there probably is not sasquatch homer but i wish um, i wish we had a sasquatch homer so bad (laughs) but there is definitely one of those something from this episode so the show begins, Bart is mowing the lawn with a lawnmower from the 1950s. <laughs> like, what is this thing? Like, who has those anymore? Who has those anymore? But I don't think, I think the joke has to be that it's anachronistic for 1990. <laughs> yeah, even then. Like but for the listener, it, it is not a, it's not a gas-powered or an electric lawnmower. It's a lawnmower that... It only works when you push it. it. 
you have to push it and it like spins over the grass and cuts it yeah it's got like blades like, that move yeah. when you push it yeah it's like a i guess it's like a it's kind of like a straight razor if you're a guy compared to like an electric razor i guess is the only analogy i can think of <laughs> but he's doing that and it's a big pain in the ass as you can imagine because why wouldn't it be you're pushing this this thing over the 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 grass and at the same time the flanders rod is mowing the grass oh my god um, on a sitting on a driving mower so the total opposite of bart's pain here yeah i think he even has a drink or something while he's sitting on it homer tells bart like don't be jealous of the flanders because like bart kind of asked homer like when are we gonna get something good like that and while he says this ned drives (laughs) and pulls up with an uh, that there is an rv and ned has this big rv it has a satellite dish it has a a deep fryer it's a house on wheels (laughs) it's it's a tenement on wheels and and homer of course is immediately jealous of the fact that ned has this rv i think he's more jealous of the satellite and the deep fryer than the fact that it's an rv probably like i think if homer would have stopped and not been so impulsive and thought about it he would have been just fine like getting himself a deep fryer and a a satellite dish right maybe it would have been cheaper than the rv um maybe But Homer questions how Ned can afford this because, as he says, he gets Ned's mail every once in a while. And I did the math on this. He only makes about $1,500 more than Homer uh, in a year. But, as is the style at the time of 1990, and as you could do three decades ago, you just max out your credit. You just use your credit, right? If you just use your credit, right, you, you can buy anything. People still do that now absolutely well absolutely it's just that nowadays you probably can't get away with as much as you could back then. right back then you could buy a house oh yeah yeah and and have the worst have credit money. in the world yeah yeah you could probably you could do that 10 years ago or yeah. before the the thing crumbled but so kevin's financial <laughs> advice on this don't just depend on credit actually have a little bit of you know a plan or ask somebody for a little bit of a plan before you just Pull a Ned here and, and get yourself an RV. Do you think that's what or, he did? What? I don't know. I think he's just, fun. maybe he's just smart No, I think he's money. good at it. I think he's very good at managing his credit. Oh, and okay. that's why he's able to have good credit and be able to get the RV. Be Ned. Don't be Homer, who <laughs> apparently does not have good credit. Which we find out. Which we are about to find out. Because Homer decides that he needs to go get an RV and goes to Bob's RV shop, and he wants to get the ultimate behemoth. And Bob's RV has Bob this cowboy salesman. And this is the first <laughs> appearance of Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks is an essential part of The Simpsons. He only appears a few times, though. He is the RV salesman here. Mm-hmm. He's Jock in a few episodes. Mm-hmm. He is Hank Scorpio, which is probably his best performance. Um, (laughs) It's one of the best characters they've ever had on the show. Uh, And then he's in the Simpsons movie playing the guy that's in charge of the EPA. When we get to the Simpsons movie, I'll say it now and I'll probably say it a dozen times whenever Albert Brooks comes up. He should just be playing Hank Scorpio. Yeah, he should just be playing Hank Scorpio. The villain of the of the Simpsons movie should just be Hank they Scorpio. They should have brought him back. It would have been amazing. It would have been great. And everyone would have loved it. Instead, it's like a forgotten movie. Yeah, I can't even remember his about. name. I don't know. 
But Bob the RV Salesman and, and what you learn about Albert Brooks, and I think it's all over the DVDs, is that he will just riff. And he'll just keep going. And he'll he'll come up with a million different lines to say. I think they say they have like hours of him oh my God. Just saying things. But he, I, I love when he sees the family coming up and he goes like, thank you, God. <laughs> well, like realizing like these rubes are here right and he decides to show homer the ultimate behemoth and, and i do like that marge is like we can't afford this They're like no immediately this. well have you ever watched those rv shows where they would like tour the these crazy uh awesome rvs i have not oh I, man like... like they're worth more than probably both of our houses combined and <laughs> they're insane on the inside yeah you kind of wonder like what well i guess like instead of living in a house you live in the rv right and you can travel everywhere but oh man it's and kind of insane that's what i i mean imme- i immediately thought of when they show the ultimate behemoth even lisa says this place is bigger than our house right <laughs> and and it has a great horn yes here's the horn sound folks hey it's a great horn I, and I also love Homer's little, hey, like he just likes the, <laughs> the sound it makes. But even Bart asks, does it have its own satellite dish? And Albert Brooks says, tell your son it has its own satellite. <laughs> like, it, like they launched a satellite just for this RV. Ridiculous. It has four deep fryers, um, all, all sorts of great stuff. So it would be the perfect here. thing to shove into the Flanders' face. Hey, Flanders! <laughs> I can't, it's not, he's already not Walter Matthau. I can't do the, oh, hey, Flanders. Like, it's, it's morphing into Homer at this point. Well, yeah. Bob just assumes that if Homer has decent credit, he can, you know, get him to take this with this huge interest rate. It'll probably be fine, right? But he still says, like, oh, no, we're going to go check your credit, and then you guys will drive home in this thing. And there's a, a siren that comes up. I'm not going to quote you, Bryce, till I check your credit rating. And let me, I want to make myself clear on this. This is a formality. If you're saying to me, Bob, is this guy good for it? I say, yes, I don't check this machine. But I don't own the place, even though my name's up there. Long story, but that doesn't matter. I'm going to have to run it through the computer. Is, is that a good siren? Am I approved? You ever known a siren to be good? <laughs> no, Mr. Simpson, it's not. It's a bad siren. That's the computer in case I went blind telling me sell the vehicle to this fellow and you're out of business. That's what the siren says. Oh. Seems the ultimate behemoth is a wee bit out of your price range. And wee bit is me being polite. You couldn't afford this thing if you lived to be a million. Don't you have something that isn't out of my price range? I don't want to go away empty-handed, Bob. Take it easy there. Don't ruin this feeling I'm getting from you. Perhaps I can show you something uh, <clears throat> a little more you. He tells them, I, I well, don't are sirens ever, are, are sirens oh, ever yeah. are good? Are sirens ever a good sign? Like, <laughs> is the siren good? Yeah, I love Homer's naivete. He's so excited to get this RV. Are sirens ever a good thing? And it basically is saying that if he, he can't, he can't sell this to, to Homer. Like, he's, he cannot pass the credit check. Right. And he does a lot of improv in this scene. And uh, Bob decides that he's going to show him an RV that's in his price range. Yes, and it is a big hunk of shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, they just pulled it out of the dump. (laughs) 
because Homer is desperate. He want, he doesn't want to leave empty-handed. Mm-hmm. So he, he shows them something that's not in their price range, or that is in their price range. And it is basically just like a little like SUV-looking thing that is just totally run down. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it, the smallest it does have, one. Like, it does have the thing where you can like probably attach like a camper I think like, so, yeah. To the back of it. Like, you could attach a tent to the back of it. The rest of the family is disapproving of the RV. They don't want it. But Homer gets kind of swindled into it, again, by Albert Brooks kind of telling him that, like, you see that guy over there? He, he's going to come. Like, you have to he's make a decision by right yourself. He's buying it right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Would it be all right if I conferred with my family? Well, Mr. Simpson, if you have to go talk it over with those humans out there, then there's something wrong with all of us. You look like a man who is able to make a decision, or I wouldn't be wasting... See that man right over there? Yeah? He's buying this. Did you know that? No! called me two minutes before you came in and said, Save the little one. I'm coming down. Here he is. Now, you want it or not? All right, all right. I'll take it. Best decision you ever made. You are going to... You are going to... This is going to change your life. Tricks him into buying it for... Three fifty a month, which is a lot of money, when you think about it. Um, leasing, yeah, leasing it, this RV, right? I like that Homer's such a rube, and the family's shaking their heads. I think Lisa like actually shakes her head, realizes he's gonna do this, and it's stupid. Yep. But he buys it, and he tries to show off to Flanders. Well, and um, Flanders like is like, oh yeah, look at that, and is like yeah. really nice about it. Ned being Ned is more like, oh, she's a beaut, right? happy that homer got something got. Like, that makes him happy i almost think that it's like ned got homer to do something homer would enjoy right you know like even them because like oh yeah i got my rv and, I, and, and he now you guys probably have thinking yours. maybe we'll both go camping right together, together. Like, like if if homer was smarter he'd be like let's go camping together and then he would just hang out in, Ned's in his rv, RV. <laughs> deep frying a turkey just like take advantage of all of his stuff yeah, and like, oh, we, we both have an RV, but you know. Now it's my RV. <laughs> but but Homer realizes, well, now they have to kind of use it, so they decide to go camping. Which I think they even say on the commentary is like something that just happens in shows. It's a way, like, in once a show like is kind of established a little more, like, to get them into a new environment, like, we're going to go camping. Oh. Which I don't... I don't see that often, but no, you Parks do. And Rec you do, do see this. that with shows and shows like this. You see them do that. They go camping. Yeah, everyone like all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, didn't even realize they did that. Now that you're pointing it out, I'm like thinking about different shows that I've watched, and yes, they just go camping. Yeah, well, even like I said, Parks and Rec. There's like an episode where they go hunting, right? In the first and that is seconds. camping. Like, it is kind of a thing that you don't think about, but I guess it is a way to like you put them into the woods. Yeah, throw them out so, there. <laughs> I guess this is a good time. Rachel, your experience camping, because I think you have experience. I I am not a camper. I am a give me a giant bed in a hotel room and, and I'm set. But I think you have been camping. So your thoughts on camping? So my husband, into the yeah, my husband and I went camping uh, before before we were even engaged. So we were just like dating at the time. And my whole, he's gone camping when he was little, right? But my whole uh, thing was I need to have a real bathroom. So we didn't really have, like, the full-on camping experience because where we camped, the campgrounds had a real, like, full bathroom attached mm. to it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind you of fun. You didn't have to poop and bury in the I, woods? I did not. I did not. Like Cartman? Because, <laughs> again, another episode where they go, quote-unquote, camping. Um. Yep. No, I, we didn't have to do that. But I liked being out in nature. We tried fishing, and that didn't... That sucked. Everybody else around the lake was catching a fish. Oh, you got another one and another one. We didn't catch one. 
It's the stupidest thing. Some bad bait. But otherwise, I like being outside, so I thought it was fun. We used to camp in the backyard and stuff like that, too. I liked being... I don't think I ever did that. You okay, well, me and, me and Dad would set up the tent oh, in the backyard, yeah, yeah. and we would do that. And my friends yeah. and I, when sometimes we would, they would have slumber parties or sleepovers, they would put a giant tent in the backyard, and that's where we would sleep. Sure. And that was always fun. I liked doing that. But I need a real bathroom. <laughs> and quality toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> I didn't hoard when this pandemic started, but I had to think about it. Because I need quality toilet paper. <laughs> Just gotta think about it for a second. Because of the, the, the idiots that hoarded, that took my good toilet paper. The unnecessary um, hoarding. So they are on the highway and the thing can barely move on the highway. They're causing a traffic jam behind them because the <laughs> thing cannot get up to where it's supposed to on the highway, mm -hmm. which is kind of how I feel about whenever I do actually see an RV because the damn thing can never actually, no RV can go <laughs> the speed on the highway, but they're playing What's That Odor, which I remember from a kid. I might have this episode on VHS. Like I can remember like as a kid, them playing What's That Odor? Dad's feet doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Lisa! Okay, right. Yelling at both oh, of yeah, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Before they leave, I do want to point out the weird animation on Ned waving goodbye. It's, like, very, like, stop oh, and go. was it? Too. I think I missed that. Yeah. And the score here. Gibbs, who, what's his name? Barry Gibbs, who d does the score for, for season one, mm -hmm. plays... I'll, I'll do the... I'll do Shelf Life Jukebox here, because I cannot remember the name of the song but it's that chum dum da da oh yeah yeah, yeah. dum da dee dum da da pa 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 dee right which i think is like a german song of some kind but because of this episode i always affiliate it with going camping <laughs> <laughs> that's true but that's played a lot in this episode he uses that one quite a bit you trying to find it i was gonna try to find it Found that one. Yeah, it's the uh, the Wanderer. The Happy Wanderer. Yeah, so the Happy Wanderer. So go ahead and look that one up, gang. It's a fun little song. It's a little, it's like a nice hiking through the forest song to listen to. I think so. <laughs> also, our, of, our, it's, it's kind of, uh, it also feels like our music that we play. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a companion piece to, the, to Shelf Life's theme song. It really is. Um, there's a reason for that, and I think it's because, one, the theme, I think they're both from World War II. Um, <laughs> God! Everything's a circle. Everything's a circle. But we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about our theme one day, where, yeah, why we do it. There's a, there's a movie we could talk about it for. Yeah, there, there's definitely reasons for it. But anyway, so anyway, Homer decides to take it off the highway because it's an all-terrain vehicle, and he drives it through a pond, and like, their feet are getting wet because it's not... An RV is not an all-terrain vehicle to begin with, but then, of course, Homer is taking them through, like, a lake and through the woods. This is where the score gets really cartoony, and this whole thing gets really cartoony. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, you can never kind of say The Simpsons doesn't get a little over the top from this point forward, because it did. So, <laughs> like, they're like, should I stop? And they're like, yes! And as Homer goes to stop... It start the RV comes to a halt and it's teetering over this like cliff. Right. And I do like Homer. Oh yeah, this Homer's is great. Speech. Don't everybody make a move. And when I count to three, get out of the car. 
But before Homer can get to three, they all kind of slide out of the car. And Homer realizes, like, oh, all right. So then he just jumps out of the car, too. <laughs> and as he gets out of the car, the thing falls off the cliff and it blows up. Not a big explosion, not as big of an explosion as you'd have in the seasons going forward, but still it, it blows up. Right. Just enough. I kind of wonder at this point what happens like does he still have to pay for that now? i would or think, think so he, like, right turns it into like, the insurance yeah like well there's one if he even got the insurance because there must have been an insurance that came with it and then yeah i don't know i think he liked the deposit and all that oh, God. oh yeah he's probably out of deposit but i, I it was I a, it was a, a crappy rv anyways so i don't think they ever thought they would sell it because they were probably just going to take it to the dump so no, I, it's hard it's hard to tell 50 a month out of true homer and, true although i i'm assuming homer defaults on that one anyway like i, <laughs> I have a feeling he doesn't actually pay it regardless if it falls off probably but, so the family is scared and Homer tells them that people would kill to be on an adventure like this. They're right. in the middle of the woods, and, and they get to be on an adventure. <laughs> and, and Maggie's shaking because she's crying, and or because or she's, she's upset. And I love that Homer's like, well, somebody take care of her. And Lisa tries to point out birdies, but it's really vultures are right. circling <laughs> But Homer tells them, all relax, because he's an experienced woodsman. And he says, let me just walk over here to regain my my bearings and this uh, this is a great little moment what am i gonna do i've murdered us all i've murdered us all shut up shut up shut up do we get a do we get a marge here i think we get a, i think the whole family does random yeah we might get a marge <laughs> I notice when he shouts, he sounds more Homerish. He yeah, sounds he sounds a little bit forward. more like Homer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's I, Dan Castellaneta is like figuring it out, mm-hmm. like how to make him sound more Homery right. at this point. But Homer ends up building this horrible shelter. It's just <laughs> a log with sticks over it. Uh, it's a wonderful shelter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but he decides that they need to find some firewood. Is that what they go off to well, do? Well, they go out to get more stuff. I don't know if okay. they were actually I think they were just going to go for. find help? I can't remember. I think it is, like, just to get more stuff. To, like, get more sticks and stuff. Okay. But he decides to bring Bart, tells Bart to come along. Right. And this is where I thought it was a little out of character for Marge, because Maggie starts following them, just because she's a baby. She right. wants to follow them. And Bart and Homer don't notice. And Lisa's like, should we should we tell Maggie not to follow them? And Marge is like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Or I'm like, I, I hope Maggie doesn't slow, slow them down. Slow them down. Yeah, like she that. thinks, yeah. oh, they know that she's following them. I just hope she doesn't slow them down type of thing. Right. But Maggie does the suck on her pacifier. I love that sound. She makes that suck on her pacifier, and Homer and Bart think that it's a rattle. A rattle! So they just run off. Yep. And they leave Maggie behind. Yep. I did like Lisa tells Homer, find the North Star. Yes. And, and Homer's dumb reply is, that's great, Lisa, but we're not in astronomy class. We're in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Lisa and Marge both do the hmm. Oh, that is where they, okay. Down. Yeah. Mother, daughter. Hmm. <laughs> Bart is afraid of dangerous animals but homer tells them if you leave them alone they'll leave you alone 
And when they're running away from what they think is a snake, but is really Maggie, they fall off a cliff. So they end up falling off a cliff anyway. Yep. And they fall off into a, um, a river. In the meantime, Marge and Lisa have made a much better shelter. Oh, a lovely shelter. Yeah, I would stay in it if need be. Right, and a and fire. I love that Marge <laughs> is sorting out the squirrels. Oh so yeah, yeah. She's just she's just like picking them up, and they're sweeping and dusting, and <laughs> she she organizes them on a log. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they've got it's a little uh, it's a little Snow White and the Seven Doors. It is. It is kind of like that. Um, but again, you cannot say that the Simpsons weren't didn't go a little wacky even back right. in season one because she's sorting squirrels <laughs> a lot. I didn't think that was crazy. <laughs> So we go back to Maggie, and Maggie, uh, a bear finds Maggie, and it starts to intimidate her. But but before it can attack, Maggie pulls out a pacifier and sticks it in his mouth. Oh my, it's so cute. It is the cutest thing. I mean, it's it's very... It's so wacky, but I love it. It's very and wacky, but yes. So then the bear bear apparently likes sucking on the pacifier, too. And they're just sitting there sucking on on their pacifier. It's, like, adorable to see a bear with a pacifier. So Maggie has taken care of the situation again by thinking quickly, as Maggie does. Of course. In the meantime, we get we cut back to Homer and Bart, and Homer is grab he grabs onto something and, and he 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 can't find Bart. He only sees his lucky red hat, and he shouts to the heavens again. A lot of Homer shouting in this this. Oh one. yeah. Um, but he 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 says, "My you know Bart's dead. Bart's dead." Yeah. <laughs> And this is a don't have a cow. I, I can't remember if he says don't have a cow dad or don't have a cow man, but this is a don't have a cow. I kind of hope it's I don't have a cow dad. I don't remember, but I, I like he that says better. Don't have a cow dad. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he sees Bart on the other side of the river, and he says, "You're alive and naked." <laughs> and and, uh, and Homer's also naked, and Homer does like a Tarzan yell and laugh, which also is funny. I don't know why the river pulled their clothes off. I have no idea. To just put them in more of a dire street. Maybe they were like ripped off or something. So they're both naked and uh, now they're going to have to figure out what to do as they're both naked. In the meantime, the bear takes Maggie back to its... Is it a cave or a den? Is it a den if it's a bear? Well, I think it's it's a cave either way, but it's the, the bear's den. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing me up on that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> the bear takes Maggie back to its den in a cave <laughs> with a bunch of scraps. <laughs> oh, my God. And explains using bear language. Oh, yeah, because the bears, they probably think they, they the other bear brought home food. Yeah, the other bears clearly think... Although not all, hashtag not all bears. Well, no. Not all bears are carnivorous. No. Some bears only eat like berries and fish and stuff. Right. But I think. I think if they eat fish, they're still carnivorous. They refer. Right? No, they're. They're They're not pescatarians, so. (laughs) Don't they only eat fish, though? There's no bears that eat fish and other meat. Okay, hang on. Let's go to the old search engine machine. Do bears eat fish and other meat? There's plant bears. Fish and meat are important. Most non-coastal bears. The, according to bearsmart.com, 
your one-stop shop for everything bears. Some bears kill elk and caribou and stuff. Others live in areas where salmon, suckers, or other fish are part of its food. So right. I think it is more of an either-or, depending on where they're at. Okay. Well, I, f- I figured it was kind of like a, well, whatever they can eat, it's when there. Yep, they're, when in Rome, they eat whatever the Romans it's eat. Their, it's their version of eating, like, g- going out for a nice steak dinner. Yeah. We're going to kill a deer. Oh, we're going to we're gonna have a deer. <laughs> but, I mean, they eat so more, I, obviously, before they hibernate, for the ones who do hibernate. So I would imagine that that's kind of when they go a little bit more meat-friendly. Yeah, you got to pack on the pounds. I do right. the same thing in October and November. <laughs> before I hibernate. <laughs> but anyways. So anyway. The Simpsons. Yes, so... The, the, Are these the, black the, bears? I think they're black bears. Homer and Bart refer to them as grizzlies. I thought they were brown bears because they they're not that big, but I don't know what they are supposed to be. They're cartoon bears. They're yogi bears. They're yogi bears. So the bear explains in bear language to the rest of the bears that Maggie was lost, and they all agree. Basically, to take care of Maggie, we go back to Homer and Bart. Yeah, like they found they, a friend. Yeah, like you know, we're just gonna take care of this this human. Um, this, this this is our human. human now. Yeah, this is our. He's our human now. So, <laughs> so we can't go ten minutes without quoting another <laughs> Simpsons episode. Oops. We, this is our real life, though. We can't go ten minutes without quoting the Simpsons. Period. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this whole next part, Rachel, you might just have to, to do this clip because this is one of the funniest moments in season <laughs> one to, for me. I love this entire scene. So Homer decides they have to make some fig underwear. So they they decide to get fig underwear, and even that dialogue is pretty good. Of like, <laughs> just put your this and this and a little. Little mud there. Here, little mud here and there. But he decides to like make a rope out of a vine and Bart goes, What are we gonna do with that? Hang ourselves. <laughs> uh, and Homer tells him, like, no, they're going to catch their dinner. We're ready to hit the town. But Dad, I am so hungry. Can't we eat something first? I'm starving, man. Ah, food. Good thinking, son. This young sapling ought to do the trick. What are we going to do, hang ourselves? No! This is a trap. It's going to catch us our dinner. Come on, boy. Shh! Just watch. Ooh! Aha! Got him! I cannot tell you how funny, how, 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 to this day. I mean, I've, I've watched this episode for 30 years, but um, for the folks at home, if you have not seen this episode, like look up this clip. I hope this clip is on YouTube because I mean, we will play it, but so he makes like a little, he thinks he's making like a little trap. Like it's like a little foot trap basically. And a rabbit comes by, and instead of the rabbit getting snarled in the foot trap, <laughs> it, it launches this rabbit like a catapult, like a yeah, like a catapult into the air, and then you just hear like a little thump. And it's so good. 
It's such a good joke. And it's something that you couldn't get away with in live action because it would be too animal cruelty. Like, oh, you yeah, couldn't yeah, see no. a, real, a real rabbit get killed like this. But in... We don't know it's dead. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It it's might, alive. It might be fine. But seeing it as a cartoon, it's just so, so funny. <laughs> and then it's another great part of this is then Homer's like, okay, another plan. I'm going to go into these bushes. I'm going to make a lot of noise. And anything, just flush something out of, and then, and then when I flush it out, you step on it. Right. It's the worst plan. It's such a bad plan. And, and Homer goes in the bushes and then there's just a ton of like animals attacking him. Just um, everything. Everything has got him. A snake. There's squirrels. Is there another rabbit? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> They're all biting down on him. This is something that would happen to Homer in seasons, you know, five, six, five, seven, ten, twenty, you name it. And it would, wouldn't would feel out of place. No. And it was already happening to him in episode seven of the series. <laughs> right. So, so I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's great little jokes here of stuff happening to Homer. We cut to this obnoxious man camping. With and his wife and baby. With his, with his wife and baby, yeah. And he thinks, you know, they haven't seen anything. They drove for hours. They haven't seen any wildlife. And the, the wife makes a crack that, like, well, the ranger said to watch out for bears. And he does, like, this, uh, I think it's Hank, it's Hank Azaria. It sounds just like Hank Azaria. And he's like, <laughs> hello, bears. Oh, no, bear is here. It's, it's definitely, it's a Datsun. Yeah, <laughs> got Datsun. Datsuns here. <laughs> And in the background, um, <laughs> there's the bear. <laughs> yeah, and the bears realize that, like, oh, there's this other family with a baby. And I assume maybe they're doing this to a couple other families if they can find Oh, they must be. They must be. For but the amount steal... of stuff they have. Yeah, yeah. Because they steal the milk yep. that this family has and bring it back to Maggie. Yep. So that she has something to eat. I don't know how they know. I guess because they're like, well, that human baby right is eating that so we'll just bring that back for our human baby right <laughs> it should be good it's fine that works but then it is this montage of all the bears just going back and forth out of the cave bringing toys and just piling it up by her while she eats <laughs> and i figured you thought this was probably pretty sweet because the bears watch. The bears like surround Maggie. Oh, and then to, like, it glows at night with like the the light. And yeah, the they lantern. got her a lantern. Oh, it's so cute. I love that. It's adorable <laughs> that these bears are just taking care of her. So we get Maggie is just sleeping with her bear family that's taking care of her, <laughs> and we get Marge and Lisa have made themselves a fire. Yep, and they're perfectly fine and ready for bed. And they're like, "Oh, I hope Maggie hasn't kept the right kept the boys." And like, "Oh, I'm sure that they're fine." Mar it's so like out of place for Marge to not be worried, right? About um, the rest of them, because yeah. her and Lisa are the only competent ones. Well, so is Maggie, but <laughs> she had to figure it out a little differently. <laughs> it you could almost argue, knowing what we know about Maggie in future seasons, that she decided to wander off with Bart and Homer to make sure that they, they were. Die. Yeah, I, you know what? You're probably 100% right on that. And then we cut to Homer and Bart, and they're, like, shivering. You hear, I think you hear a wolf or something. <laughs> you hear some animal in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to get to sleep. And that's how, that's how Act 2 ends. But we come back, and Homer and, and Bart are looking for food, and, and I think we get a Jaws a little further. 
Just a little further. Between Bart and Homer. <laughs> They're looking for food at this point. And they find a beehive. And Homer decides, being Homer, because this is, this is pure stupid Homer. Like, Ugh. this is as dumb as we've seen Homer yet in the series. Yep. He decides to reach his hand in to grab some honey. And he grabs it and he thinks, oh, it's, it's kind of tangy. And the but he didn't course... just, yeah, I was going to say, he didn't just grab honey. He grabbed a bunch of bees. <laughs> he a handful of bees. And he gets stung by a bunch of bees. Um, In his mouth, mind you. Right. So I think between the honey being pure honey and the bees stinging him, his mouth starts to swell up. He's like, I need water, I need water. And, and Bart goes, well, I think there's some over there. And he jumps into a muddy stream. Yeah, it's just like a mud pit. Or a pond. I think, yeah, it's just like a muddy pond pit. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy that is getting video of a deer. Um, Like, he's like, you know, just as you do. Yeah, as you do. Well, you know, like, you you go do, like, bird watching. No, I take pictures of everything, so I understand that. Yeah. So he's taking pictures of a deer, but because Homer (laughs) so, like, callously, like, dives in... He ends up coming up with a bunch of mud on him, and being Homer, the appearance of Homer, the, naked Homer, the big, big dumb balding North American ape with no chin, <laughs> um, the quidgy bow he is. Yeah, he appears like he looked like Bigfoot to this uh, nature documentarian type guy, <laughs> and the cameraman runs off scared as Homer is like screaming incoherently. Because he, he's got the, you know, he, he can't say anything. I wrote down in my notes, this is really a, 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 a later seasons plot. It's very funny, but it definitely is. They could and just I, have and, a whole episode on him being Bigfoot. Yeah, we basically get, now that the plot changes, the whole rest <laughs> of the show, the whole rest of the show now is about Homer being Bigfoot. It's totally different. Um, and they say on the commentary how, he doesn't really look like Bigfoot, and if you look this up at home, gang, like, he doesn't. Like, his no. his chest is bare. Yeah, usually like, they don't have a belly showing. <laughs> and and he's just covered in mud, but, like, I feel like he would really need to be caked in mud to look like Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, if, if, I would have thought it would have had to have to be, like, darker, he would have been further away, kind of blurry, for somebody to actually mistake him for Bigfoot. But, I mean, I guess with the that he well, does. What would your what would your people, what would your friends on the searching for Bigfoot, would they mistake Homer for Bigfoot? Well, considering his size, and probably the way that the man would describe Homer and saying, like, he has, like, his stomach showing, um, and the sound and everything, they may say, oh, definitely a bigfoot i I think you definitely saw a sasquatch they probably would say it's a child sasquatch because of his his uh, height (laughs) he's too short he would be too short short. Mm -hmm. oh okay (laughs) because there is a specific height for sasquatch yeah it's like over seven feet i think is Hmm. what they say I'm not. Yeah, so... I'm not like obsessive guys with with the with Bigfoot. It's right, just you're a our, show you we're our, watching our right resident. now. You are our a Bigfoot expert. This is one of the things um, that you're an expert on. Is Bigfoot. yes, that, that's correct. Uh, I um, go uh, Sasquatch hunting um, every summer. We like to go try to find him in different places. Have you found him yet? Uh, we've uh, come across different sounds in the forest, yeah. um, and as we hear the sounds, we're just like, oh, there's got to be a Bigfoot here. That's definitely a Bigfoot. And then we right. leave. Definitely. <laughs> and, then, and then we leave. 
that's what they do on the show. Well, do they? Every do they time say, they're like right there and like they couldn't find him. They're like, okay, now we're gonna leave. Well, do it's they like, what are you to, doing? Do they, do they say that because like he's supposed to be? Will he eat them? I don't think so. Or is he a Harry in the Hendersons? <laughs> Well, I think there, so there's actually, I think it's Oklahoma. What's in Oklahoma? That is bullshit. There, there's one in Florida. It's called the Skunk Ape in Florida. It is called a Skunk Ape in Florida. Yes. But it, they're all the same Sasquatch. It's all Sasquatch like, it's all like that. Genus. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but there's, the, there's actually a law in, I think it's Oklahoma or Alabama, somewhere around there. One of those. <laughs> those are not. I know they're not near each other at all. I think it's Alabama. Hold they on. play in the same football conference for college, so it counts. Hold on a second. What state was it? They don't play in the same conference in college. Foot? I know that. Oh, it was Oregon. Okay, so it was either Washington or Oregon. I was way off. Um, oh, okay. I think it must be Oregon then. I was then. way off. <laughs> I think it must have been Oregon then. They have a law that you can't harass a Bigfoot. Oh, that makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, Matt Groening is from Portland, so he would know that. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a freaking law that states you can't harass a Bigfoot. As there should be. Don't, I mean, don't harass a Bigfoot. No, no, you don't want to. That's, that's rude. They're just trying to live their lives. They're just trying to raise those kids. They're trying to raise their kids. I'm glad you got it in. We got it in. I got it in. <laughs> I, we're never going to tell people where that reference is from. Oh, if they know, they know. That's all it is. <laughs> so anyway, now the show becomes about Homer being Bigfoot. And we cut to breaking news. Bigfoot, legendary half-man, half-ape, is no longer a legend. He's very, very real. What you're about to see is unedited video footage taken earlier today in the hills three miles southwest of Tenderfoot Gorge. <laughs> Now, the naturalist who took these absolutely extraordinary pictures was most impressed by the creature's uncivilized look, its foul language, and most of all, its indescribable stench. A popular supermarket tabloid has offered a reward of $5,000 to anyone who brings in the creature alive. Naturally, we'll have more on this story as soon as it develops. We now return you to the president's address already in progress. But I love at the end of that how he says, we cut to the president's address already in progress. So, like... We cut to the news, and it's a guy saying, like, the, the legendary Bigfoot's been found. And, and already they're like, here's the footage. And they show the footage of Homer <laughs> as proof that Bigfoot <laughs> is there. And, like, they're gonna, they're, there's going to be a reward for it. And it's not Kent Brockman. It's not. It's a proto-Kent Brockman. It doesn't have the Kent Brockman voice. Too. It's, it's a very Schwarzwelder-type gag, I, I think, kind of based on, like, the episodes that he's written, <laughs> like, the kind of jokes that you get out of there. I mean, granted, it could be any, any one of the writer's jokes, but it definitely seems like that. So now, the place has become a huge tourist trap in a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, less than um, a day. Because um, Well, they know where the Bigfoot there. is. Now they're harassing yeah. Bigfoot. This is why this has become a law. This is why it's a law in Oregon. For our listeners in Oregon, don't go out trying to find Bigfoot and harass him. You can find Bigfoot, just don't harass Bigfoot. So there's Bigfoot t-shirts and I, I saw Bigfoot and all this stuff going on at this park that they're at. Apparently you can't kill Bigfoot in Washington. Well, that's good that they're cons conserving him. I, don't, I, don't, I wanted to make sure it was Oregon, but it's not coming up now. 
Well, whatever. Go on. Well, we'll run with it. If it is, if it wasn't, now everyone thinks it is. <laughs> it's even everyone better. <laughs> yeah. So very quickly, and I think even in the commentary they point out that Lisa and Marge are just there. found. Like, <laughs> like, oh, good thing that we found you. Like, that's the end of that story. Right. No, now we got Bigfoot to talk about. We've got stuff. This to is go more interesting. Yeah. They show Marge a picture, and she's like, that isn't Bigfoot. That's my husband. And we get yeah, I don't spinny... think she says it's not Bigfoot. I think she just goes, that's my husband. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's my husband. Yeah, she, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't clarify that it isn't Bigfoot. She says, that's my husband. And we get the spinny newspaper articles that say, like, I married Bigfoot. Yep. And then they're, so then, of course, like, there's a bunch of news reporters asking, like, what does he eat? And <laughs> she, she, of course, can't just be like, it's not Bigfoot. No, she's she like, well, I guess his favorite is pork chops. <laughs> then there's another spinny newspaper. Yeah, then there's another newspaper that says, like, Bigfoot, Bigfoot says me. pork chops aplenty. <laughs> That's great. But, uh, yeah, so this happens, and this is where we get, are we there yet? Just a little further. Are we there yet? Just a little further. Homer and Bart are still stuck in the woods. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, the bears are going to return Maggie to civilization. So they walk up to, like, this area where there's a news broadcast right. going on. And they're like, well, there's and people. And the guy's like, get these bears off the side. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this guy just walks up and is like, no bears, please, bears, get off the set. Stay back, bears. <laughs> and they just turn around and leave. <laughs> like, Maggie has fully domesticated this bear family. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but it is sad, because the one bear does turn around and looks, like, sad about leaving Maggie. Well, that's not yet. That's not yet. Oh, no. Oh, they okay. Go back to the, they go back to their cave. Oh, you're right. Um, <clears throat> after they're told, you know, bears get away. Bears leave. Yeah, so they go um, back to their cave. And Homer and Bart stumble upon the bear den, and they're like, Maggie! And Maggie runs up to them and mm -hmm. is like, oh, good, I found you. Um, and... <laughs> They're backing off and they're doing like that nice grizzlies, nice grizzlies. Mm -hmm. So this is where like they're, so like they get out of there and Bart kind of says, you know, later grizzly dudes. It's a very Bart 1990 line. Yes. Yes. This is where I figured you felt sad that of you would have had a Of course I did. Because the, the bears are genuinely upset that Maggie has to leave. Them. Right. But she does leave the one of the pacifier. Right. And so, like she so, waves. Yeah. That's something to mem remember her by. It's very cute. I'd like to think that that's something to, for them to, to be able to remember. Absolutely. <laughs> and I did write down that that was sort of sweet, too. Um, <laughs> they kind of hint that she's figured out how to communicate with them because she does the little wave, but she also does like a little like hand motion, too. Right. So they run back into civilization and Homer... Still in his mud. Still covered in mud. Very important to point out that he is still very much covered in mud. <laughs> still Bigfoot Homer. And they think it's Bigfoot. So the people start chasing Homer down and they like go to Bart and they're like, that's a good thing that we found you. And Bart's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> right. And... He's just completely like, what? But Homer starts to run away and even Bart's like, run, dad, run. Right. And, uh... So they trank Homer, which like, I feel like, I feel like they explicitly had to be like, we need him alive. Do you have the tranquilizer dart? So people at home didn't think that they shot they just Homer. Shot Homer. Yeah. <laughs> but Homer's been shot at before a couple of times already this season, so it wouldn't be the first time. Right. But they trank Homer, 
And I do love that Bart's like, oh no, dad! And Homer's like, avenge me! <laughs> like... And then just falls asleep and starts snoring. <laughs> does he start snoring? I think he does, doesn't he? He might. I mean, it would be... I swore if he, he did. If he doesn't, he should have. <laughs> but then we get this cut to another news report where... They have Homer in a tube in his underwear. <laughs> where they just hand him a pork chop and he asks for some applesauce with the pork chop. Um, and they're like writing it down. They're doing tests and studying him. and Yeah, but they eventually release him. They decide that they can't tell whether or not he's Bigfoot or not. And it's the like weirdest for everything. Like, folks, remember what we said at the beginning of this episode. It's about Homer getting an RV. And it ends with people not really, not being able to tell if he's Bigfoot or not. Which, like, he clearly is not Bigfoot. And on the commentary, even Al Jean was like, oh yeah, I was a little embarrassed that this is how the episode ends. John Swartzwelder, who famously will not do commentaries because he's a recluse. (laughs) He will not do commentaries. I don't know if this came from that script or if this was like part of James L. Brooks's thing of like, let's make it crazy. Yeah. Or if they all just were like, let's just go ham with it. And um, they all can't decide. And there's like a whole thing like Dr. Marvin Monroe and there's like this French doctor and this other like crazy looking mad scientist. And they all can't agree whether or not Homer is, is (laughs) is Bigfoot or not. But they all decide it's either a sub-average human or <laughs> That's a the line. beast. Yep. Homer's biggest fear <clears throat> is that the people at work are going to get a field day out of it. But it ends on a sweet note because Marge calls Homer her brilliant beast. And Aww. turns out the lights and that's the end of the episode. It's very cute. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, this much I believe we can agree upon. This specimen is either a below-average human being or a brilliant beast. Stupid. Oh, Homer, my brilliant beast. I mean, it's a it's a sweet episode. It has sweet moments. It has very funny moments. It it has very cute moments. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Call of the Simpsons? Oh, this is I really like this one. This is probably one of my favorites from this season. <laughs> Because I just think it's it's fun, it's wacky, it's got cute stuff that happens, it's just goofy. I really like it. This is this is a good one. Yeah, I went back and forth a little bit because watching it, I was like not prepared for how kind of goofy it was, but it is it is funny. It's a very funny episode, mm-hmm. and that's all that that you want at the end of the day is it to be funny. So yeah, it feels a little ahead of its time in that way. The Call of the Simpsons. But when we come back, our Simpsons season one keeps on rolling with a very iconic episode mm-hmm. in the tall tale hat. <laughs> 